Today, I would like to make sure everyone understands. I'm going to take a definitive stance. I've talked about superpowers and superheroes and these kind of things in the past. But I would like to make it very clear. There is only one good superpower. Every other superpower fails in the face. I I once did an episode and it was, if you could choose a superpower, what would you choose? And I ended up actually choosing the regenerative function or ability of Dark Souls. So in the game Dark Souls, you die. Uh, and you come back to the last save point, And you can redo that again and again and again until you are successful and get it right and move on to the next checkpoint. This respawning concept to me was very appealing because it means a singular situation you could actually have multiple attempts. You could try it different ways. You could come up with new strategies. You could improve. But what you actually were doing was being functionally immortal. And if you're functionally immortal... If you're immortal, you don't have multiple opportunities to do the same thing. So you could make a mistake, and that mistake rides with you forever. If you get that go back and reset, that means you are immortal, but you can also make it so that within your existence, you actually never make a mistake. And that's a very interesting concept. And I thought that with that, you could overcome every superpower. So you have like, we're going to, we're going to use Superman as the base because he has so many superpowers. He's like a tank. I don't even know them all at this point. Uh, I don't care. Superman is a superhero that does not interest me because the whole point of a living God means he's less interesting because he has no flaws. But I want to talk about just powers. And I realized the other day that there is only one power that you would need to usurp or better any other superpower, any other thing. There's this one that's just, it's the best. And you're going to be shocked. You're going to be like, oh no, I, I can't handle this. I disagree. Well, you're wrong. And that's actually the thing that we're actually getting to here is you're wrong and I'm right. And that's kind of the whole point of these deep dive episodes is where we can look at something and make sure that everyone knows I'm right. And the superpower I'm talking about is teleportation. I'll take you, I'll give you a minute and you can like digest that. Teleportation is the best superpower. There is no other superpower that is as good. First of all, the movement powers are all nullified. So you have flying. So this gets you from A to B very quickly. Uh, you fly. Uh, I assume it takes energy and effort. I don't know. Super speed, like the flash. You can run very fast. He gets you from A to B very quickly. You don't need either of those. You don't need to fly. You don't need to be super fast if you can instantly be from A to B by teleporting. So super speed, super movement of any sort is pointless. A wall crawling. Well, if I can just teleport to the floor I want to go to, I'm fine. If I can just teleport to an area, I'm good. I can get there. I don't need any of this other encumbrance of all these other superpowers. I was even looking at, there's a superpower like slowing time. Well, I don't need that because time doesn't mean anything if I can instantly be from A to B, you know, with no time change. Time then becomes nullified as a factor in whatever my plan, whatever my scheme, whatever it is I'm doing. Then uh, again, kind of of using Superman as the core, uh, heat vision. I mean, what is heat vision used for? There's really the two main functions. One is heating things up. Well, I mean... Uh, I've seen him melt doors, but if you can teleport, you can just go to the other side of the door. You don't need to melt it. And he's used it for killing people. Teleportation is incredibly good for killing people because you would appear 
I would I would always appear right behind the person I need to exterminate. And you've, of course, done some study. You know what their weakness is, and you use that weakness against them. So, like, uh, you know, for the average human being, just a little stab in the back of the head, they're dead. You could use a gun. I, I don't want to... It depends how messy you want to get. You could say, like, oh, superpowers, uh, the super strength, super speed, you know. I teleport right behind them. They don't know I'm there. You could teleport your hand into their body around their heart give a little squeeze and they die now maybe superman has a super strong heart well i'm going to teleport a kryptonite grenade in my hand and leave it in his the cavity that it would be his lungs or his stomach or something pull my hand out teleport away superman is gone he doesn't exist anymore he's dead with teleportation you can kill superman night vision i came up some other vision ones night vision no need for that. I can just teleport from where I am up close to what I want to see and then teleport away. I've checked everything out. I've seen everything. I've seen everything I want to see all up close. It's fine. It's clear. Darkness doesn't mean anything to me because I can teleport through darkness. Marksmanship. So you have all these characters. They can, you know, you know like a Hawkeye. You can shoot an arrow. Really, up, you know, really complicated thing. Shoot here. Guy's over there, bounces off this, hits that. That says, seems like a good idea. Why don't I just teleport right behind a guy in the back in the back of the head? You're going to get a lot of uh, in the back of the head. I actually should have a little noise. A little stabby stabby. Weirdly, I'm not thinking back of the head. I actually think back of the neck because you have a skull. Skulls can be hard. A little ring in the back of the neck. That's a, Wu-Tang did say protect your neck. So really, I think they were thinking about teleportation powers. Looking through some other uh, resistances, so like to the elements, heat and ice, uh, you could teleport out of that if there's ever a problem, and you could teleport in and out instantly to the point where the extreme heat or extreme cold has not affected you. So you could actually go into the middle of a burning building, you could go into the middle of a fire, you could go into the middle of an ice thing, uh, a frozen cavern, do what you need to do real quick and get out before you get hurt. If necessary, because it is quite hot, it is uncomfortable, you could do it multiple times so that you actually never get burned. Invulnerability is a superpower. That it's Again, that's a dumb one because if you're invulnerable, it's less fun. Invulnerability is another form of resistance. If I am never where you think I am, if I have the ability to disappear instantly, all the time, then invulnerability, Maybe pronunciation would be a superpower. Invulnerability is not an issue anymore. Because I cannot be hurt, because I cannot be caught, I cannot be hit, I cannot, nothing can happen. Anytime something's about to happen, I'm not there anymore. I'm on the other side of the planet. I'm 20 feet away. I'm right behind you. Best protect your neck. With the ability to pop in and pop out, you just, you have the ability to do whatever you want. And this is sort of the glory that is teleportation. Underwater breathing is the same thing. I could teleport down into the water, teleport out. I wouldn't actually, I can hold my breath for, you know, let's say 30 seconds, not even very good. I go down for 30 seconds, come back up, take a breath, go down for 30 seconds, come up, take a breath. We're good. We're fine. We can handle it. Camouflage. Kind of a weird superpower, but one of those is there. Camouflage, completely useless if, uh, again, I can teleport away. I'm just not there. I'm just not in existence where you thought I was. Some protective ones, like a force field. Uh, You don't need a force field if you can teleport. You can just, when someone goes to hit you, you don't need to stop it. You just need to get out of the way. Uh, You might want to... 
the burden of morality means that you may have to protect someone else. But our teleportation powers, you hold on to them and they teleport away with you. And now we're all good. So force fields are unnecessary if you can teleport. Elasticity. We're getting into like the weeds of superpowers with this kind of garbage. Elasticity was always a weird superpower to me. I didn't see the point. So you have Elastigirl from The Incredibles and then you have um, the, the, the doctor... Mr. Fantastic or Doctor whatever his name is from Fantastic Four. Obviously, interestingly, yeah, a superpower that does not translate to the silver screen very well yet. And I bet with CG it still doesn't look cool. Elasticity is a lame superpower. It worked It worked in the, the cartoons, though. So, yeah, I, we're not going to be talking about Elastigirl. Okay. But again, what is the point of elasticity? And they, they flatten themselves out to get in through barriers. So if you can teleport, you can just teleport to the other side. You could wrap people up. Uh, if that is my desire, I could teleport behind them with uh, zip ties, zip up their hands, zip up one hand, zip up another hand. They're, they're just confused because, again, I'm in and out. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm here. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm here. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm here. Super hearing. Superman has super hearing. Which, again, great superpower. I mean, uh, noise-canceling headphones would be really big for him. With all the superpowers they gave Superman, they actually would have to be able to turn them off. Like, if you had super hearing, you would have to be able to shut that out, or you'd just be hearing stuff all the time. Or it'd have to be... I guess you could say Superman's brain could attune things. Like, he could be able to, like, mentally block stuff out. But super hearing, you don't need super hearing... If you can teleport, you just teleport close enough to someone, hear what they're saying, they go to look at you, boop, teleport away, you're not there. It's the same thing, camouflage, doesn't matter. Uh, they, they, they look away again, boop, teleport back. Ah, so there's my teleport sound, boop. It's just, it's just very subtle, boop. Teleportation, the biggest weakness would be if it made a sound. Uh, I, I hate the X-Men movies, all of them. There's people who have told me they're good. The only time I enjoyed a part of an X-Men film was one of them had the big robots and the big opening was the the robots cutting down all the X-Men, killing them all. I really enjoyed that. That's a bad sign. If that's the part of your superhero film I enjoy the most, watching all the heroes die, you've got a problem with the premise or the film or the emotional connection the audience is supposed to feel. I forget what I was talking about. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler has he he teleports and there's like a little puff of smoke and it makes a sound so if your teleportation made a sound boop, that would be problematic because that boop would give you away when you you uh appear right behind someone stab him in the throat in the back of the neck <clears throat> give him a little that get a little the business end of a shank oh there's my superhero character shank ah what a or Isaac can't be a superhero if your name's Shank and your superpower is shanking people. You teleport and shank people and teleport away. Oh, that's awful. I've just now created a really awful character in my head. It would be fun, uh, but it would have to be a bad guy at the end of the day. It would be funny if he thought he was a good guy, and then but he did all the bad guy things. Uh, just finished watching Peacemaker. Uh, the vigilante does fall into a very similar category where he has no compunction, no problem with killing people. Uh, but at the same time, he believes he's a hero. He'll kill people, like, without question. Anyway, super hearing. Unnecessary if you can teleport. Because you can teleport behind someone. Boop. Listen to what they say. Teleport away. Boop. 
you're good. Super healing. Now you might say like, oh, well, if I just have my regular physical form, teleportation won't help me if I get hurt. Who's going to hurt me? Can't catch me. I'm always, boop, I'm somewhere else. Boop, I'm not there. Boop, where am I? I don't know. That's the thing I'm saying. Teleportation takes care of it. If I never get hurt, I never need to heal. I can teleport myself right into the ER, get myself taken care of. Uh, and then I started to go on the internet and look for some other superpowers because I started to run out. I know I have not exhausted all of Superman's superpowers, but I know almost all of them can be removed. Uh, they all became extraneous compared to teleportation. Phase shifting, which is just really Kirkland's signature teleportation. So I just dismissed that one out of hand. I mean, you're not even going for the classic teleportation. I'm phase shifting. What does that even mean? Uh, you can go through solid objects. We'll just be on the other side. It's fine. Then we get into sort of the, the modern things where they want to make it a little more realistic. So you have guys with gadgets and shields are very popular uh, and weapons and things like that. So the Punisher has weapons. Uh, Captain America and Taskmaster had shields. Shields are a big deal. Uh, Batman has a lot of gadgets. All completely unnecessary if you can teleport. And again, the weapons, all you need is shank. Just shank them. Best protect your neck. Got to say that as many times as I can uh, within the time. Because the Wu-Tang Clan has approved this episode and this episode alone. So I'm not allowed to make any Wu-Tang references from this point onward. So if you listen to C. McBee religiously, and I know you probably do, you will never hear me reference Wu-Tang Clan again. Cash rules everything around me. Got to get the money. Da-da-da-da bill, y'all. Cream. That was out of order, but I actually, it's, uh, let's just call it my version. So you had gadgets, I mean, almost unnecessary. So what, it, what it, you got smoke bombs, just teleport away. You don't need a smoke bomb. Uh, grappling hooks, that get used to a higher level. You teleport up there, don't need a grappling hook. Uh, I, I immediately went back to the old Batman 1960s one where they, there's only one that everyone remembers if you're as old as I am, and it's uh, shark spray. So they had, they were on a helicopter and a shark, I think, had bit Robin's foot and it was hanging and they got shark repellent and sprayed him in the face. Uh, you don't even need that. You just teleport out of the shark's mouth. I just suddenly thought of the Sarlacc pit. If you got thrown into the Sarlacc pit and you could teleport out, it doesn't mean anything. Boom. They can throw you off stuff. You just, uh, you, you know, you make it look good, fall a certain amount, and then teleport right behind the guy and push him off. Oh, the irony, the, the pleasurable irony of pushing your executioner off the plank. I'm trying to think. I wrote that. That's, that's all the superpowers I wrote down, but I can't actually think of any more. There was one I did come across. It was enhanced intelligence, but that's not a superpower. That's just the guy is really smart. So Lex Luthor is supposed to be a genius, and all these, there's, there's a couple of people who are supposed to be geniuses. I accept that, but I bet everything they could think of could be nullified using teleportation. And that's it. I just think teleportation might be the, the, the only superpower necessary. And if you have someone who can do teleportation, that you don't need any, all the other superheroes become unnecessary at that point. So um, it does lead to the second part of any sort of conversation where we want to be fair. We want to be balanced. What would be the downsides to teleportation? So the assumption of most superhero powers, which I hate, is they don't seem to take any energy. 
So you have superpowers fight, right? So you have superheroes fight. And they use their super strength. And that sometimes seems to make them tired, but you never see superheroes exhausted. So one of the things I always thought about Spider-Man. Spider-Man shoots webs out of his body in some versions. He makes it himself out of others. But the ones where he has the cufflinks on, where he shoots the bracelets and he shoots webs, they run out. And that was always a plot point, which I really enjoyed. I like the idea of him running out of ammo, essentially. And then they said, well, it comes out of his body. And then it seemed endless. But that doesn't make sense because the stuff that comes out of your body is not endless. Even if I was like, let's say, spitting. I would spit and spit and spit and spit. I would need to replenish the water somehow. I would need to take a break. That actually would be eventually exhausting. So I think every super power usage should cost energy of some sort. Uh, they sort of implied in the, in the Justice League movie that the Flash needs to eat a lot. Which is fair. He should eat a lot because he's, his metabolism is running so high and he should be very svelte and stuff like that. I thought I was okay with that. I thought that was good. But he should have been eating constantly. Um, but every superpower, if we want to be serious, I think would be better dealt with, better treated if the superpower cost energy. So if I want to be absolutely fair, so I would like superpowers to use energy. So... Superman, he never seems to be exhausted after he's done all this stuff. And that's actually, I, that's one of the reasons I hate Superman. Spider-Man, I have respect because he gets beat down and it, it, he gets hurt. And it's pushing through that is what makes them heroic. That's actually one of the things about heroic. So my usage of teleportation, as I've presented it, for it to trump every other superpower actually has to be done without any effort or energy. Because if it took energy... Uh, it would probably, if you used it as much as I just said in the last like 15 minutes, uh, you would only be able to do it X amount of times before you were exhausted and had to like, I actually think a lot of superpowers, what you should do is you use them, that's fine. But after, it gets to a point where you get exhausted and you basically like just collapse, fall asleep, have to take a nap. Uh, or if it's some of the other ones, you have to eat like to replenish that energy. But then when like, let's say I would do exercise or judo or something. It's not like I would just eat and then be back at 100%. I would need to eat, sleep, and heal. Super healing would imply that the people who can super heal could actually just eat and then be at 100% because their body would be healing uh, naturally as you would be when you're sleeping. Realistically, if I want to say what would be the downsides of teleportation, I actually think it should take a great deal of energy. I think it should take a great deal of mental focus because you'd be need to use your body in some way. I think it'd be like flexing every single muscle in your body simultaneously to get it from A to B. And you could even say teleporting over greater distances should take more energy. I actually think that would be fair. The other one, the one, okay, the very realistic downside to teleportation is a power, despite it being the greatest power ever. Almost every superpower, it's actually unwritten, but requires super skin. So if you can fly at Mach 1, you would need super skins that doesn't get peeled off because it's being hit by the wind. If you have super strength, like your muscles are super strong, you would need to have super skin to hold them in place because they might burst through normal skin. They might actually like rip you in half, that kind of stuff. Um, i trying to think of some other superpowers that I... Like vision, you would have to clearly have eyes. I guess your eyes are attuned to it. But even like the skin around your eyes would need to be able to withstand the heat of your heat vision or something like that. So you would need to have that 
kind of thing for almost every superpower. So with teleportation, it would be something similar. Uh, but what I actually think is the problem is you would need super lungs. And this is where teleportation really falls apart as a power. And it's something they don't address in movies or, or comics or anything where people can teleport. Is if I'm standing here at sea level and I teleport to the top of a mountain, the actual pressure changes so much. Like it's, you can say it's like, oh, you know, only uh, X amount of pressure. It doesn't, the, the pressure being so sudden, my lungs are full of uh, the pressure at sea level. When I am suddenly on uh, the top of a mountain, the pressure difference would need to be equalized so quickly, it actually probably would collapse my lungs. If my, my idea of being teleporting into water for 30 seconds and out of water for 30 seconds and back in so that you can technically breathe underwater, uh, that falls apart if you get so deep in the water that it actually, the pressure would crush you so that's one of the realistic problems because if you teleported to a different elevation be it up or down and it's too far that might actually kill you and it doesn't take much for your lungs to collapse in this kind of situation so i think that would be really the thing you need to overcome you'd have to have super if you want teleportation you would need super lungs this is a Sort of Greek stories have all taught me this, that everything comes with a downside, and that actually always makes a better story. So my favorite, I believe it's Phoebe. It's actually one of my favorite stories. And one of the gods said, you know, as a gift, I will let you be able to see the future. You can actually predict uh, people's lives and futures. And Phoebe was very beautiful. Maybe Persephone, I don't care. I I don't know. It's not that I don't care, I just don't know. And then one, she was beautiful and one of the other gods, goddesses specifically, because, you know, goddesses are jealous, uh, said, okay, well, yes, I can't take away the power he just gave you, but I can give you like a little asterisk on that power in that no one's actually going to believe your predictions. So she spent the rest of her life going like, don't join the army, you're going to die. And then the person going, oh, I'm going to join the army, it's going to be fine, going to join the army, and then they would die. She would say, don't invest in this company, that company is going to collapse. They're like, no, this is a really good deal, I'm going to invest in this company. Company collapses, they lose all their money. She was spent her life trying to help people, and it didn't matter how correct she had been in the past, no one ever believed her, and therefore her ability to predict the future was a curse. So I like that. I like there being a downside. Now, the downside can't be instantaneous death because then your story is too short. So you get this guy who has uh, teleportation powers. He teleports from sea level up to the top of a really tall skyscraper. His lungs collapse and he falls on the ground dead. End of story, not very entertaining. So uh, you have to give him super lungs. And just like most superpowers, you actually have to give him super skin. And that's something they don't address very often. Like even... I would say a lower tier superhero like Spider-Man. Like they say he has super strength, but they don't say whether or not he has super skin. If all his skin gets torn off, that super strength is a lot less useful to you all of a sudden. I'm trying to think of the downside. And I think the downside in most superpowers, to be fair, wouldn't be instant death. It would be extreme energy usage, uh, toil on your body. So if I want to teleport, pew, 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 after that, I'm like out for a week. I need to like recuperate. I need to just lay in bed. I need to eat, like drink liquids and soup and stuff. That's the kind of stuff 
that uh, would make stories more interesting. And this is primarily why I don't really care for Superman, because I find him boring, because there's no downside to the usage of any of his powers. In I, the old Spider-Man movies, the Tobey Maguire ones, I wasn't as enthralled with them as maybe everyone else. But they did. I think it was the third one where he had sort of the existential crisis, where he just stops being able to use his webs because he can't be Spider-Man because it's about a confidence thing. I liked that as an idea, that if he didn't you know, believe in himself, he couldn't do it. But that's actually not how the human body works. I think it would have been like, he gets sick or you know his depression affects him so much and he can't do it and he has to go to therapy or something like that. I think that would make a big difference. What we have done today is lifted off, lifted off, listed off a variety of superpowers. And then I have proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that every one of those superpowers is garbage when compared to the power to teleport. And I'm giving my hero the ability to have super lungs so they don't collapse at sudden air pressure changes. And I, they might as well give him some super skin too, just because we might as well do a package. Super organs, that kind of thing. But of course, our teleportation means we cannot be hurt because no one can touch us. And if you wanted to make it more interesting, you make it more realistic. You would take it, you would have them use a lot of energy. But if you have a superpower that you would like to have compared to teleportation. So what I'm saying is if you would like to challenge this premise, you can send an email to chunkmcbeefchest at gmail.com. You can send an audio message to speakpipe.com slash chunkmcbeefchest. Uh, and I will then insult your choice and demonstrate how teleportation is better than that. Because whatever you do, I'm going to just teleport, shank you in the back. Our superhero is called Shank. He's not a, He can't be a superhero if he's called Shank. Regardless, if you would like to challenge this premise, I welcome challengers. Send me a message, send me an email. I would appreciate it. If you send me an email, I'll put it into the episode. Uh, we'll revisit it. That might be... So I, I, I do, I'm working on my three-week cycle with one week down, but if I get messages and stuff, I could make a mini episode or an extra episode where I actually deal with some of the challenges to my premise, which, I again, I invite. Uh, if you don't do it, you're a coward. <laughs> I should probably cut that out. I should probably should not be calling people cowards. Uh, I just, I'm trying to increase engagement and being nice about it has not been successful. Like asking people to send messages stuff. So I figure if I like challenge people, this is the internet. If I like, you're garbage, you can't prove me wrong. People will actually put a ton of effort in proving me wrong. I would actually, if someone proved me wrong, like really thoroughly, I think I actually might enjoy that. Because we are talking about superpowers, which do not, they're not real, so they don't matter at all. So the best superpowers, the ability to respawn and do things again. So it has to be the Dark Souls uh, checkpoint system where you respawn, go back in time. I don't want to get too into Dark Souls lore for you, but in the game, they don't actually go back in time. So it seems like it. So you, you go, you do some stuff, you die, you go back to the checkpoint, everything else is respawning, you go try it again. Uh, what actually happens canonically in that game is you go to an alternate universe. So there's an infinite amount of universes. So you just keep going from universe to universe until you succeed and pro progress. That's not important. The ability to try again, again and again and again with cumulative knowledge is to me one of the best superpowers. But even that is kind of trumped by the idea of, well, there's enemies in front of me. I'm just going to teleport past them. 
oh, there's a problem in front of me. I'm just going to teleport away from it. What you're actually doing is sort of the more Buddhist version of conflict resolution is teleporting away from the problem, nullifying the problem. And if you want to teleport right behind them and shank them in the neck, I mean, I don't think there's anything more Buddhist than that. Buddha said, protect your neck. <laughs>